The following podcast is a Rotten Corpse Radio production. Hey, motherfuckers, we are here. It's the Ron Corpse Radio Podcast, sucker. 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 <laughs> hey, before we get into today's episode, um, I wanted to remind everybody that, yes, we do have a Patreon account, which means we are begging for your money. So go to patreon.com forward slash Rotten Corpse Radio if you would love to donate to us, help us keep the show alive, keep it prosperous keep it vibing you know maybe even help us get some new equipment so we can sound way better all right so uh today's episode uh, we are interviewing uh, leviathan from the band maze of terror and it's a really it's a pretty uh, short interview but it's a good one and um he wants he wanted a platform to be able to tell everybody uh, about his band and we definitely got a good listen out of his band too it's like um his he has a an album coming out, I think it's uh, Ready to Kill, uh, should be um, launching uh, sometime in the next year. And he'll tell you all about it. Um, plus, listen all the way through until the end, because you can actually hear one of their tracks, or you can fast forward either way. Um, the Maze of Terror song, Lycanthropes. And, um, yeah, it's a pretty good listen. It brings you back to the 90s if you're a, well... If you were born in the 70s like us, but uh, yeah. <laughs> late yeah, but, 70s, not that old. Come on. I mean, I'm not going to say that thrash metal isn't good anymore, but it was really cool when we were younger. So, <laughs> um, And th- this band is a total throwback to that. And um, they kind of introduced a little bit of uh, the, you know, the, the current modern extreme style of vocals uh, with it. So it does kind of remind you of groups like Nocturnal Breed and Destroyer 666, which is also mentioned. I in really like how he said he, he likes to scream. He's a better screamer. Yeah. Not, he's not a singer. Yeah, I love that. It's like it's like just kind of call it what it is. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm not a vocalist. I'm, I'm not a singer, and we're not harmonizing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the Backstreet Boys or sync or whatever bullshits out nowadays you're screamers literal scream and that takes a lot too it's it almost takes the exact almost the exact um type of uh, pitch control and everything that you would expect out of an actual singer but with you know to match their music you know it does take it does take a little bit of finesse and talent so don't think anybody can do it unless by anybody, you mean that Chester What's-His-Face from Lincoln Park. That what, oh, God, that stupid <laughs> idiot. I don't feel sorry for him. I don't either. All these people like, oh, he committed suicide. Yeah, he left six kids behind, too. Yeah, selfish. But everybody gets depressed. That's why you should take antidepressants. Everybody gets depressed, yes. A lot of people do. A lot of people kill themselves. Smoke some but weed. they're not put on fucking goddamn Facebook. Like that stupid talentless fucking hack. 
burn. Too, too soon? I don't give a shit if it is too soon. Fuck too him and Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just re- I thought Jerry Lewis was dead like 10 years ago. I know. I, was I, like, I, I, I had He's the ex- dead now? I, who knew? I thought he was dead like 10 years ago. That was like, that's not news. <laughs> he was dead before Facebook got popular. <laughs> All right, so wind yourself down if you hadn't tuned out already. Here's our interview with Maze of Terror. How's it going today? Hi to everyone, my friends. Here, Levitan, Basso Mocas of Maze of Fucking Terror. And with you to present our music and to present our art to everyone to listen now. Yeah, we got to listening to some of your music uh, most recently and. uh... I kind of want to go over with our fans just to kind of let them know what you're about. Um, so uh, tell us briefly uh, what Maze of Terror is for you as far as the band goes. Well, uh, Maze of Terror is really an extreme band and to play trash metal, but in a South American way. Uh, in South America, I have a great tradition to make uh, extreme music um, for um, exactly, I don't know, exactly uh, four decades ago. For example, bands like Sepultura, Vulcano, Holocausto, Chacal, Sarcófago in Brazil. In other countries, uh, for example, Pentagram, for example, uh, Inquisition in Colombia, uh, Mortem in Peru, Hades, um, many bands. Mace of Terror, try to make uh, trash metal, but in an extreme way, South American way. To everyone to know uh, the South American music, know, for example, uh, the extreme drums, the extreme vocals. Uh, and trash metal music in South America is more close to that metal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because many people say Mace of Terror is a mixing in the trash and that metal, but exactly it's South American metal. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, one of the bands that comes to mind uh, when I was listening to your band was a band from it was a European uh, thrash metal band called, jeez, um, uh, almost escapes me. I think it's Aggressor, if you're familiar with them. And then uh, another one is Creator uh, from Germany. And that was kind of the first thing I thought when I was listening to it. Also Nocturnal Breed. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Yeah, Nocturnal Breed is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I really have fun. I really, really have fun. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely like... Really really... Oh, go ahead. Well, uh, we are really a fan of many events. For example, uh, well, exactly uh, in these days, uh, in other world, I see uh, a big uh, influence to many events of black trash metal. Uh, for example, bands like the uh, Celtic Frogs, the Stray 666. And well, we are uh, a young band, really. Well, we are uh, old guys, but uh, the band is young. We are really influenced um, by Black Trash. Not absolutely, but uh, uh, 50%. And well, it's part of the noise. But we try to make something different to everyone, because uh, we are really sick in the music, um, some kind of music personality, unique. Hmm. 
try to be unique. Exactly. Yeah. And the first thing I, I, we were thinking when we first heard your band uh, was how old school it sounds. It sounds like uh, a lot of the 90s uh, thrash uh, death metal bands that were coming out, like you had mentioned earlier with like Sepultura and Pentagram, and especially like uh, uh, like some of the other black metal uh, oriented bands you'd also mentioned, like Destroyer 666 was another really good one because like uh, they have that same blend of like 1990s like death thrash metal, but they have more of the newer kind of a raspier black metal vocal style. And I wanted to ask you, because uh, my impression when I listened to your band was the vocals, to me, sounded a lot like old Moonspell. I don't know if that was ever an influence for you or not, but um, you, def <laughs> you definitely sounded a lot like Linguisara from, uh, from Moonspell. Well, really... Um well, really, uh, I know that they think of me as a singer. I think of me as a screamer. Yeah. <laughs> because, because really, uh, in thrash metal, it's more important scream than, than singing. I know many friends uh, have uh, singers and really uh, cool guys. Really, is, um, I don't know the word, um, talentosos. Talentosos, um, I don't know. Uh, but really. I, I think, for example, is to, uh, every thrash metal vocal try to make sometime some... Uh, every thrash metal vocal try to do if if he can. And uh, well, for me, it's more, uh, more easy to make it, uh, black metal vocals hmm. or something similar. I really like, for example, I love a band called uh, sacrilege. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for example, um, the girl in the band is amazing. It's an old band. Uh, it's, uh, for example, more close to crafts, no? Bank. Oh, yeah. I love this style. Uh, when I was young, I would try to make vocals uh, similar to Testament or similar to Metallic. Yeah. yeah. But I really failed this. Uh, well, and, and I find this, for example, bands like Sacrilege, bands like uh, Creator, in my youngness, and I was uh, find it's more easy for me. I I not think of me in a really good singer. Uh, obviously not. I think of me in a screamer. I try to scream more strong. It's the only I need. I don't need more. Hmm. That's really interesting. So as far as some of the music is concerned, um, is there a lot of the music that's where the lyrics are done in English, like a lot of foreign bands, or do you do a lot of the music in your native tongue as well? Uh, well, uh, you say it's the, what uh, we speak in English? Yeah, like the, do you do most of your lyrics in English, or um, do you also do lyrics in your own language as well? Well, yeah. Uh, the band is to, uh, starts um, with uh, Drummer and me. We are friends. Yeah. Um, we have a past band uh, that is uh, speaking in Spanish. Yeah. 
And we try to make it something different to the past because the, we really don't like the past month because it's really primitive. We try to make it professional things. And well, I think the trash metal is like the opera. The opera sounds really good in Italian. And really, I, I, I think the trash metal sounds really good in English. It's a natural language to the trash metal for me. Uh, I don't think in flags, I don't think in concrete. I think metal is a unit music to unit uh, every people in the world that listen. For example, uh, you and we are metalheads, and we like metal. Yeah. yeah. And well, I think I think it's better to express the idea of the band, the music of the band, speak in English, because English is um, now for trash metal and universal language. And other thing is uh, the um, the words in English are small. I would say many more words in English than in other language. And really, for me, I have many friends that have uh, bands, uh, trash metal bands, really, really good bands that speak in Spanish. But for me, uh, uh, trash metal sounds better in, in English. Yeah, and there have only yeah. ever been a few uh, bands, especially from like Mexico, um, who've really transcended over here in the United States, like uh, like Rogeria, and um, and that you know most of their music is done in you know in Spanish. So like you know, and then when you get like another band, you know, a bunch of other groups, like you know, I mean, you you would figure that a lot of like Sepultura's music would be in Portuguese, but none of it is, which I've always found. Oh, look, yeah, they got a couple songs maybe, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think Max did more Soulfly in Portuguese than anything. But. Oh yeah, yeah. He really went Brazilian on Soulfly compared to Sepultura. Yeah. Like only on Sepultura did he really have the instrumentals. It was really the only uh, Brazilian song. Yeah, yeah, because of the music style. Yeah. For example, I have to say, in my country, I have a really excellent band. To speak in a natural language of this country called Quechua. It's really interesting. It's like a folk music, that metal with folk music. Oh, wow. uh, I, yeah, it's really, really, really cool. Bands uh, to play in Quechua. It's uh, interesting. It sounds really, really well. But well, este, I say personally, uh, I este, find more, um, more interesting for me speaking in in English, the songs, yeah. So um, I was checking out some information about your band online, and it says you guys had the opportunity to play with groups like, uh, Ex you know, Exumer, um, Pentagram, uh, let's see, a few other, let's see, where's the other groups here? Just kind of looking through this list. Just, just an array of different bands around your touring and how was it? oh uh, night prowler uh, conjure um, empty uh, how was it playing with a lot of those groups well was just really amazing yeah. and well really we started this 
with another uh, really well well really we have uh, really big goals with the band but uh, with the time we are really um, looking looking to find opportunities uh, we seek opportunities every time uh, this is a pair to use for example i contact you uh, i send you the music for me it's important that a band is to contact different people to listen music because today it's that uh, so many metalheads uh, not all i have a uh, big person uh, only focused in old music in music uh, from the 80s and 90s uh, in really sad because for example i listen uh, two days ago a band called uh, i write i don't know if i say correctly the name but this one is amazing and this one is the launch uh, album uh, two days ago i don't know the guys of the band i don't know the band uh, before but it's a really amazing band if uh, for example um, i think so much people um, buy this album by his album but bands like this and uh, deserve uh, a big uh, promotion so many people listen because are amazing bands yeah 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 but well uh, if maoma don't goes to the mountain the mountain goes to maoma i don't know the but it's for me important is to uh, talk every door and say to people, hey, this is my rant, listen. I don't know if you like it or not like it, but support this. Yes. The best way to support on a rant the best way to support a band is listen. Probably you will listen many bands. Probably uh, so much not like it, but if uh, the people uh, continue uh, listen the bands every day, probably uh, you will find bands that really like it, and you will support. The best way to support the underground is listen music. And that's always an important thing, whether whether you're a local band uh, just playing within your local area or you're trying to become worldwide, you know, it's like it really does matter when trying to get your music out to the masses, you know, to get it as many, get your music in, in as many ears as you possibly can. And uh, before, we, uh, before we close up, I kind of wanted to go over a few things. So I was listening to your song, Lycanthropes, and... That was probably my favorite of the of the few you actually sent me. Um, and the songs about werewolves. Uh, what was the uh, what was the general inspiration for the song? Well, really, Esther, this song is about werewolves, really, but have a a hidden um, a hidden significado in in the lyrics. Uh, really, the song is about uh, ancient culture, uh, a primitive culture, mm -hmm. to be uh, enslaved by the conqueror from the other side. Mm -hmm. Like many cultures, uh, Incas, Aztecas, for example. Um, 
this song is about uh, to a wild spirit to possess these warriors uh, to find freedom because the song is about a really a slaughter. It's a really a revenge. It's really an ancient force to possess these warriors uh, to seek revenge. It's a hidden, uh, it's a hidden in the lyrics. Uh, the Lycanthrop is metaphorical. Yeah. It's metaphorical. Uh, it's really metaphorical. Which is always cool, yeah. It's always good to have, like, hidden meaning in your songs. And, the, you know, and, it, and, you know, the idea of werewolves, especially, like, with, like, you go back to, like, old horror movies, um, like The Howling and uh, in The Company of Wolves, like, the werewolf really kind of represents that, that really dark, primitive side of man. Um, yeah. Unlike what it used to represent with the old Lon Chaney movie, like The Wolfman, you know, where it was a little bit more internal struggle, this would be more, you know, this would definitely fit that. And it's really cool that you have that in your music. Um, let's see. I love the, I love the movies. For example, A Werewolf in London. His, uh, this movie is amazing. A Werewolf in London. It's oh, amazing. Okay. That was what I favorite movies growing up oh yeah big time yeah 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 it really is see see other than that um see where do you see your uh like do you see yourselves uh traveling the united states at any point because uh, we do have a really big metal scene here um especially like in oregon cause we actually do like because we we're from Portland, Oregon, and uh, or just outside of it. And the Portland heavy metal scene is pretty huge. I mean, there's we have a lot of different bands, like from death metal, thrash metal, um, dark metal, black metal. metal. Yeah, we got we have everything. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, but do you ever see you guys, or do you ever see yourselves, uh, you know, driving to the United States at some point? Well, well, really, it's, it's a goal is to travel around the world. Uh, United States, the United States, obviously, we really, really, really love the idea to, to travel to the United States to play. It's what we really amazing. For the moment, we are focused in make music because uh, it's really difficult for you to uh, only travel because it's really expensive for you. Oh, yeah. But we try to make more music and more albums and to the people know the band. I think if we are lucky in the future, if more people know the band, we find the opportunity to travel. Uh, for the moment, we are focused in playing South America um, to more people in South America know the band. Uh, it's important for you. But obviously, if tomorrow uh, someone say to me, hey guys, uh, come to the United States to play. Uh, we uh, take my my equipment, we take my bus, all the guys bring his instruments and go to, to the United States. I really like the United States. In this moment, we are prepared a re-edition of the first album, Ready to Kill, uh, to be out um, via the level um, by pleasures. Mm. Uh, yeah in CD, in a special format, uh, 500 copies. I really hope this has helped you to, 
with more people move the ground in South America, in United States. In South America, too, because in South America, it's, uh, it's even difficult to have an open this way. Almost definitely. Because, uh, like, one thing I've noticed about, like, especially, like, the metal scene, like, nobody's really kind of gone all digital with it yet. Everybody really likes having the physical copy of, you know, in front of them. They like holding on to that book, you know, that CD book, um, reading the lyrics or just checking out the artwork. And it's always a really, you know, cool experience to kind of get your crossover between music, lyrics, and, you know, kind of so each fan can find their own meaning for every song you have. And it becomes more personal in that, in that respect. I, I know, like, here in Oregon, we have, like, a pretty big, um, you know, the metal scene's pretty big. You can almost go to any show and see the same people there at every show. <laughs> not to say that the scene is small, because it's not, because usually a lot of houses get overpacked because there's so many people there. Um, but it's always really cool to see, because it's a very tight community, you know, here. And I know it's the same in, like, Chicago and California. And that's really cool to hear. Let's see. All right. So before we are completely closed up here, uh, I want, or I would like you to address uh, your fans in Peru and kind of give them a rundown of what you guys are about, and um, you know, just have them support this, support the music. Well, really, is to, we are grateful uh, for for this time. And well, uh, we are uh, now uh, in 26th of September, we yeah. out a split, Mace of Terror and Butch Haven from California in, uh, in tape format. And we launched a song just uh, um, uh, two weeks ago, Caledi Hunger. Other songs about, uh, about uh, terror topic. You know the movie The Hunger? Yeah, amazing movie. Uh, the song has to have a part uh, on inspiration in this movie, and two on inspiration in the movie uh, 30 Days of Night. Hmm. You know the movie? Amazing oh. movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a great well, movie. Yeah, it is. Um, I, really, I really hope to everyone have the opportunity to listen to this split. Um, if you can, buy. But please listen, because it's important. It's important listen every time. All right, and uh, and you've been uh, listening to Leviathan from the band Maze of Terror. Um, he is joined by Hammer, Criminal Mind, and Razor um, with his band. Uh, you can find their music on fa uh, Facebook.com forward slash Maze of Ter Terror Thrash. I'm gonna do that again. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Maze of Terror Thrash. You can also find their music on Bandcamp, mazeofterror.bandcamp.com, as well as on YouTube and SoundCloud. Uh, just type in Maze of Terror. Uh, look, look for these two songs, uh, Lycanthropes and uh, Hatred and Repression. Those are both really cool songs, and especially if you're into really old school, that old school sound but has like a new kick to it, you'll definitely love this band. Um, most of the music that they have uh, out now is available on Vile Pleasure Records um, in the U.S. Uh, and do you guys have a website at all? Or? 
Uh, well, uh, you say correctly the websites. Uh, well, I'll say to everyone, really thank you for the opportunity to listen. And uh, I hope you really enjoy our music and keep the trash metal alive. All right. Now trash metal dead. <laughs> trash metal dead. Long live thrash metal. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we'd like to thank everybody for taking a listen to today's episode. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, um, forward slash, or at uh, Rotten Corpse ENT. We still haven't changed our name yet. It's supposed to be a Rotten Corpse radio, but you can also find our podcast on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes, as well as Google Play. And for all things twisted, sick, heavy, and otherwise, you can find our music at, or you can find this band on our website as well, or a link to it, as well as um, our podcast, RottenCorpseRadio.com. And Leviathan, we definitely thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much. Thanks for you, my friend. Really, really thank you. No problem. All right. And give it a listen, fans. You were going to love it. Thank you.
Oh, they're dead, you're too hard to